Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 91. Mark, how are you doing I'm today? I'm great. I'm doing well. I mean, it's beautiful outside. The beautiful. sun is shining. Yes. It feels like summer, basically, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the parade of, uh, I don't know, shorts uh, and Birkenstocks uh, <laughs> yeah. down Park Avenue begin. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it is really a fun time of the year here in Rochester where we do, you know, come out of our cocoons, if you will. And just to see people around is a, I think that's part of what brightens our mood as well. Actually, right? it's funny you should say that. I, I saw two things yesterday and both I watched from my house. Probably about eight kids. They were they're 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 from a nursery school down the street, okay. and they're tethered one to another, <laughs> um, you know, so they don't run away. That kind of thing. And it's just this slow, slow, slow walk, and they're so tiny. And I just I probably spent two three minutes just like watching them. And the other thing that I noticed were um, just the number of people um, walking their dogs. Oh, I yeah. you know just everybody's out walking their dogs and that was that really that was really joyful also is the dog treat bucket back out in front of the house oh you know what we didn't um it was such a mild winter we kept the dog oh, treat nice. bucket yeah so um that also that just brings us a lot of joy also just uh, and, and, well i think you know we get christmas cards from these dogs right. i mean like that's just so sweet <laughs> they you can know? write it's amazing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so it, it, it just so much fun really nice well lots to get uh, to on the podcast right. for uh, this week we're going to talk about the latest cpi numbers consumer price index uh, what we've been waiting for here since uh, the last one uh, we'll tell you know how that went um we're going to talk about what some are calling a prediction, others are, are calling maybe hopeful thinking yeah, about yeah. the spring market and the timing of it. And then uh, also wanted to have a discussion about this. Why people who are relocating to the area have an extreme advantage over someone who is currently here. There we go. We'll get to all of it. But I wanted to touch on something real, real quick. Um, I feel like it's a positive podcast for this week. Again, the weather's great. Uh, I had a... Um, a health turnaround here, Mark. I don't know if, if I've alluded or if I've mentioned this to you about my sleep apnea. Uh, <laughs> all right. I can't believe I'm going to admit to this. <laughs> so so there is a flaw in our technology stack. <laughs> and the flaw is that whenever anybody on the team schedules an appointment, mm-hmm. it ends up on my calendar with a calendar invite. So I did. I was invited to your sleep apnea test <laughs> yeah, yep. a few weeks ago. Um, and I, I, I chose not to attend. Uh, thank you very much for the invitation. I could have, I could have used that uh, help. I could have used the support, probably. That is, that is so fun. Well, actually, so, so what else do you know be, about be, me? Well, <laughs> well your, your wife did accidentally um, <laughs> oh, no. email uh, her to-do list uh, to a group yeah. of people over at MCC. Uh, last just forty-four night. people. Yeah, she was, yeah, uh, yeah, ex- yeah. Extremely horrified. <laughs> extremely horrified about it. Oh, and, oh, thank you for gosh, texting her. By the way, it's 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 twelve fourteen. I think she's shaving her. <laughs> legs <laughs> she was mortified so all right so your, your health turnaround yes uh so i don't know how much you know about sleep apnea yeah. but there's breathing events that take place where basically you stop breathing throughout the night obviously that's bad moderate is anything over five breathing events mm. severe is anything over 30 yeah i had 53 Ooh, ouch. breathing events ouch. in an hour ouch. Um, so i'm now the proud owner of yeah. a of a cpap a sexy at, at thirty nine years old, as yeah. my wife mentioned. Well, our sex life is dead, <laughs> um, so that's great. But my sleep is going to improve, so I guess you know it is what it is. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. So, yes, there we go. Just yeah. a little personal. Bring it to the class. 
share with everyone. Yeah, here. Did, did, maybe we can segue at this point to uh, yeah to real estate. Sure, I guess. All right, fine. <laughs> um, let's get a look at the current numbers here. So last week was spring break. We knew it was going to be low. Yeah, yeah. Monroe County, there was only 338 single-family active listings. Um, at the time of this recording, which it is Wednesday, so Wednesdays are, Wednesdays are usually big days for listings, mm -hmm. we're up to 375 already. Oh, okay, good. You okay. Know, I've got two going live tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I anticipate that number is going to jump And I had two up. live uh, earlier today. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, we, we've got, I mean, we got a lot that's going to be listed a lot yes thank thank goodness six county region it was 615 last week up to 655 okay. so well, there we go let's hope still, still pathetic but let's let's hope this is the the jump up let's hope that this is the new floor oh, okay i so, know here i go again so so you alluded to it in in in, in your opening remarks um so logan motoshami um who is um an economist uh, he deals a lot with real estate. I follow him on Twitter. I listen to his podcast. Um, he has alluded to, uh, on several uh, occasions over the past few months, the fact that the spring market in the past four years in particular has shifted later and later and later in the year. And last year was actually the 21st of April um, that the nadir of, of, of listings uh, took place. And that it was only at that point in time, like the 21st, the 22nd of April last year, that um, that inventory began to rise. Interesting. Now, this, again, goes against what happens traditionally. Usually, March itself, uh, I mean, the end of February really was the beginning, quote unquote, of the spring market, right? Um, yeah. So when I started 30 some years ago, my God, um, the spring market always began on or about the 1st of March, you know, the 10th of March, somewhere in there. And it was a result of technology and as a result of warmer weather. Um, warmer winters, that shifted to really the third week of January. So, I, I mean, listen, as you said, uh, is, is this really a trend um, that is going to pertain to what it is that's playing out here in Rochester? Or is this a national trend and we just don't pay any attention? I, I mean, listen, I, I think many of us, um, myself included, we're just grappling for something to hold on to and in hope yeah. that there's going to be an increase in inventory. So It's putting it out of the ether, manifesting it, if you will. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I don't really see... Um, that the next few weeks we're going to see any enormous jump. I still keep holding out hope that as we continue to tame inflation, as mortgage rates continue to drop, I continue to hold out hope that the second half of this year is going to uh, help us to, to make up for what it is that we've not sold in the first half of the year. Do we cross the threshold of a thousand single family homes for sale in Monroe County this year? No. Nope. Absolutely not. Do we come close? No. Do you think so? Uh, based on this year so far? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, but, yeah. but we will see. N not at all. Um, some positive news here. You mentioned it. Uh, the CPI. Let's talk about that. That that was big. So those numbers came in just this morning. Hot off the presses here. Yeah. And uh, pretty favorable. Down to 5%. Which is an enormous drop from... Well, let's just throw out two metrics. Uh, last July, inflation, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index... Um, hit 9.1%. That's really high. Yesterday, or I mean, so this morning, it it, it was de declared 5%. That's like, that's pretty significant drop. This is the biggest drop that's happened thus far. Yes. Because it we, came we, down from what, 6? Uh, it came down from, well, you know, it's, it's funny because it came down, um, I, two months ago it was at 6.5. Uh, last month it was at 6.4. I saw in the New York Times article, they kept reporting 6. Uh, and, the drop from February, I think the drop... Was to six, wasn't okay. it? Okay, because January to February was what everyone lost their minds over yeah, because yeah. it was six point five to six point four. Yeah. Well, what, 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 whatever the latest reading was, I mean, it's dropped again. 
And it's still higher than it needs to be, but, but we've mentioned any number of times over the course of the past year since the Fed started to raise rates that, you know, this is their primary lever to uh, get inflation under control. It takes a long, long while for these rate hikes to actually start to take hold. But when they do take hold, it's, it, the, the results are often dramatic. So you couple, you couple these rate hikes um, along with the tightened um, uh, lending standards that are going on as a result of the collapse of SVB um, and a few of these other banks, uh, the two should really, really start to cause inflation to drop even further from 5%, you know, downward. I mean, I don't, I don't think the, the, this arbitrary 2% um, uh, goal that has, I don't think it's, it's realistic. I don't think it's necessary. Uh, but if we can drop, you know, from 5% down to, you know, uh, four and a half, and then down to four, three and three quarter. That would be awesome. That would Better be, shape, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that all, that all that will play out over the course of the next six months. Okay. What are the uh, the experts, and what's your opinion on what the Fed is going to do because of these numbers? Uh, again, they'll be meeting in, next month. They'll be meeting in May. Yep, yeah. And the speculation was that, is it going to be a quarter again like it was this last time? Is it going to be nothing? Do they feel like they've done enough to, to hold off? My, my gut tells mm-hmm. me that they're probably not going to do anything. Really? Okay. Um, only, and, and gosh, I've been right at least 50% of the time. Um, That's great. <laughs> Flip the coin. In my predictions these past few months. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I've been pretty accurate. The last one, I, I, I definitely miffed um, in terms of the last uh, rate increase. Um, but I, I, I think that it would be prudent for the Fed not to raise uh, the federal funds rate at their next meeting. Why? Because I think that the that the interest rate hikes are starting to take hold. But again, this tightened. Nobody knows the impact or the effect. And if you think SVB collapsed, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, and so tightened um, lending standards have really just started to be uh, become implemented across the country. That's going to start to really stifle growth. So why don't we give both of those a little bit more time to actually take hold because again if they if, if they move too quickly and if they raise too uh, if they raise too much it's just going to make a recession that much more in, in, inevitable and the length and um and the strength of that recession is going to be stronger what, what, what are your sets i mean yeah. what, what do you think I, I feel like based on the numbers that we have seen that holding is probably the best idea because it's not going to ruin all of the work that has been done thus far if right. they skip one right um, it's just interesting to see that it goes from you know six point four to six and now six to five. Yep. What does the next month's numbers bring? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if it's another dramatic drop down, then you know we don't really need to. So it'll be interesting, right? And you know, between now and then, we'll have um, <clears throat> between now and the next uh, meeting of the FOMC, we are going to have more data um, because we will start to see uh, data having to do with. Um, employment and, 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 and uh, job figures. So that'll certainly weigh into it. I mean, um, wage growth is, is really, there was another issue. I mean, not only um, uh, the number of but wage growth, growth really seems to be starting to take hold also, and people aren't getting these large pay raises from their employers as in, in the way that they were. So that's also helpful. So, I mean, all the signs really are positive. Um, I, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for a resumption. I mean, I hate to say this. I shouldn't even admit it. I mean, I, I spent an hour this morning doing the New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it, what is it? It's the 12th of April. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've ever 
spent an hour um, and an April morning um, doing a CrossFit puzzle because I'm so desperate to get my workout in and get out the door because I know I've got a 10, 12 hour day ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm just, you know, sitting there with my feet up, you know, trying to figure out, you know, 37 across. Um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, about a month or two from now, we'll reflect on this and think, oh, it would be, it'd be nice to do that crossword puzzle for an hour. <laughs> in the well, that's the way it is. It's all, yeah, I'm never happy. Uh, <laughs> agents are never happy. It's always too busy or too slow. <laughs> so, from a mortgage interest rate standpoint, we're not going to see a ton of impact just yet. Uh, and in fact, we saw numbers go up just a little bit, 6.34% when we recorded last Friday, uh, up now to 6.42%. We're going to be bumping around that area. Well, and that 6.42% was yesterday, was yesterday's mm -hmm. number. So, um, you know, uh, Morgan News Daily usually um, uh, pushes out numbers uh, mid-afternoon okay. um, or thereabouts. So, uh, Are you expecting a drastic drop? I, you know, I'm not expecting a drastic, a drastic drop, only because as I'm looking here at the 10-year the, the treasury, um, it has dropped a little bit, uh, but not not as, as much as I would have thought. So my gut tells me that we're, we're gonna that interest rates are going, mortgage rates are going to drop, but not plummet in the way that we would hope. So um, well, it'll be almost, gradual. Like, it, it, it'll yeah. be gradual, and as we keep saying, it's not going to be linear. There are going to be peaks and valleys, but it's it's happening. So yeah, and they're not going up, and that's the biggest thing. They're not going up. I I, I would predict that within six weeks. You know, let, let's say by Memorial Day, they, they will be under 6%, okay. and they will stay under 6 Okay. Do we get to 55 Do we get to 5 by the end of the year? No, we don't get to 5 but we, I bet you anything we get to at least 5 and a half. Five, five and three quarter, absolutely. Five and a half, there's a good, there's a good strong chance. Busy fall if that happens. Oh, let's Very hope. busy fall. Let's, let's hope. Crossed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so you know, for the 15-year, it was 5.82% last week, 5.88% uh, right now. Well, and, and I need to be really careful. Um, yeah. Uh, because we got to make sure that we're not getting our friends over at Genesee Regional Bank in oh, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so this is not Genesee Regional Bank um, speaking. This is this, this is, is a very hypothetical situation. Two real estate agents talking. <laughs> um, you know, and I want to be really careful, you know, ab about regulations uh, that are. But th last week, and I think we might have even mentioned it. I mean, they were offering thirty-year uh, mortgage rates at five point eight seven five percent. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, we're talking about national averages here, so they can fluctuate quite a bit. Yeah. Yes, but 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 that was Genesee Regional Bank. Yeah. You know, our local bank who is saying, you know, yeah, five point eight seven. So, um, it's it's starting to happen. It's it's starting. Well, good because we need it. Yeah, we do yeah. desperately. All right. Wanted to have this conversation. I actually had it here um, a, a bit in the office with a couple of the other agents, Mark Crandall and uh, Marilyn as well. To also congrats to Marilyn. Congratulations, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. On the team, which is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but we were just talking about the the perspectives that people have who are from here versus those who are relocating in. And we've talked about it on the podcast before. Obviously, if you're coming from one of these big metropolitan areas where price points are through the roof, you get to Rochester and you are just so pleasantly surprised at yeah, what you right. see. Now, the counter to that is if you are from here, have lived here your entire lives, and you're watching what's happening in the real estate market right now, and you're saying to yourself, these are the prices in Rochester? Yeah, yeah, yep. I mean... I want to chat a little bit about the advantage that people from out of the area have simply because of perspective. I, 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 well, I think it's not only perspective, but I th let me just, uh, <clears throat> there's also, they're coming to Rochester, more likely than not, having sold a very, very, very expensive home. Sure, true. Let's yeah. call, you know, let, let's say, you know, they sold a $1.5 million or a $1.75 million brownstone and they, they're uh, in, in Brooklyn, and they're coming here with you know $450,000 in their pocket. So that's part of it, certainly. But I think your point is well taken, which perspective is an important part of the equation. How do, how do people that are from here 
take this, digest this information, and accept it as reality? Because it seems like there's a lot of people out there that are simply not, that are saying, I can't believe these are the prices in Rochester. And, and again, I, I think it's there's kind of a corollary with this and even the interest rates of those who are saying, I can't believe the interest rates are this high. They were 3%. Living in the past, if you're trying to purchase right now, is going to be very difficult for you. Right. I agree with that. And I think you touched on it last week. We touched on it last week, which is I think it's just a good agent is going to spend. A good agent is going to realize that a good part of their time when they first begin working with a buyer is time spent holding that buyer's hand and just allowing them to lose a few properties because you don't want to put, you know, if you push, you sound like the asshole who's right. simply trying to make a quick sale. <laughs> sure. But if, you know, if you, if you offer your advice and, um, and allow for the buyer to more likely than not lose because they didn't pull the trigger hard enough and they do it a second time and a third time. And if you've been right and you're prognosticating, um, on each of those three occasions, they'll begin to realize and understand it just takes some time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're very, you're so much more patient than I am. <laughs> you, you, you really are. I try. Um, I try. Yeah. Actually, just as a segue, for those who are listening, <laughs> Corey yesterday uh, took an 87-year-old man. He's been working with us since January mm-hmm. about listing some rental property available. Um, here we are four months into the, pro- uh, into the process. He still doesn't have keys. He still doesn't know the phone numbers of his tenants. Uh, I, I don't even know if he knows all the tenants' names, um, but Corey felt compelled yesterday Take him out for breakfast because the guy was lonely. I can't turn down a Grand Slam breakfast. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Moons so. over my hammy. I mean, I'm in. God love <laughs> you, bud. God love you. That's No, seriously. That's that's just part of the humanity that you bring to this process. Uh, I try so. to. I try to. Yeah, that's, that's a big yeah. part of it. Um, <laughs> and yes, it is a process. So anyone listening that is thinking about dipping their toe into the market, um, just be prepared. Be prepared that this is the reality. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to some celebrity real estate. All right, great. Who do we have? A couple things here. Um, do you want to go with Rihanna first? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was I don't a- care who's number two. <laughs> Let's go with Rihanna. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Rihanna is upgrading. I mean, things are going pretty well for her. Another, oh, yeah. Another, another kid on the way. Obviously needs a bigger place. So her 3,500 square foot uh, primary residence um, in a luxury L.A. Sandscraper, uh, skyscraper was obviously a little too tight for her and the, the budding family with ASAP Rocky. So she's traded it in for another, actually two floors of the same very, the very same building. Oh, there we go. $21 million for this penthouse. Wow. Wow. How uh, many square feet is she going to have now? Um, this one, what did it jump up to? Um, I don't see the exact... I mean, 3,500 square feet, that's a nice size house. But when, you, it, yeah. but when, you, when you're worth more than a billion dollars, that's, <laughs> right. that's really like, you know, that's pretty modest. Yeah, not too bad. Not yeah. too bad at all. It used to be owned, by the way, by Matthew Perry. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. So interesting yeah. transition of celebrities there. Yeah, a little indeed. bit of a different level. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other one that we have here is a, uh, a Spanish estate in LA that is uh, just sold by Chloe Grace Moretz. Do you know who she is from uh, the movie Kick Ass? Yeah, I just know. Yeah, yeah. Carrie. I, I, okay. So she's been in a lot of. We, we basically watched her grow up. Oh um, well, you you may have. I I, I haven't. <laughs> Again, not 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 the, not the films that you like to. Well, the the remake of Carrie isn't one that's on your list. Um, no, no, but the original was pretty damn good. So yeah, yeah. So she uh, she purchased the five bedroom, six bath L.A. Stunner in 2016 for 3.4 million. Just uh, ended up selling that for 5.6 million dollars. So 
Nice little chunk of change there for her. She bought the first one, by the way, at the age of 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not too bad. Good good for her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Mark, as you mentioned, things are about to get busy. Hopefully, they'll continue to get busier. A lot of listings coming our way. Um, a lot of listings coming up. Um, not nearly. I mean, I think I've got, well, uh, we'll know more. Uh, a number of our clients are finishing their seven-day observance of Passover. Actually, as we sit here, we're on Monroe Avenue in, um, in Brighton, and it, it was remarkable. I mean, you, your back is to the window, but I must have seen probably 35, 40 um, uh, Jews walking to temple. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to, uh, to complete um, their observance of Passover. Um, and I know, I know that there are at least two that I'll be speaking to tomorrow who are more likely than not going to be presenting or uh, asking us to list uh, within the next week. So, uh, so two great properties coming on uh, there. We've got one, um, uh, you, we got a really nice one coming up. Um, Dartmouth? Yeah, uh, well, Dartmouth, actually, Dartmouth uh, just went live earlier today. We got another one at 2501 East Avenue. I mean, lots. We, we got a lot. Yeah, I've got two going live uh, on Thursday. So 31 High Tree out in Chai Lai, and then also 131 Clearview uh, out towards the Greece area. So yeah, busy, good, because last week was slow. Yes, and, last week was very slow. And it's and it's kind of nice at the beginning. It, it kind of felt like summer break as a kid. Like, the very beginning is really fun and nice, and then you just get a little stir-crazy after a while. No, no not you. You're no. good. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was pretty good, yeah. It's all set. Had the crossword puzzle. You're all good to go. Uh, so, as always, you can find out more about the listings over at markseawick.com, the blog, more of the podcast, all the videos as well. All right. Well, that'll, that'll do it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week.